0: Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Today, we're going to talk about a concept that is super intriguing to me and also very timely um, building a world that you want to be part of. And I think for all of us right now, we're examining what that world is, what it's been, and what we want it to be going forward. And so, There was no better power couple um, than Matt and Jacqueline, who are the owners of Marciante and company. And they are doing some amazing things in this space with their business and and really building, um, building a world that they want to be part of. And so I wanted them to be here um, to talk to us about this and talk to us about their journey. And hopefully for sure, I know they will give us some inspiration on how we can all incorporate this into our own businesses, our careers, our personal lives, and how we all kind of use this time, right? Use this catalyst for change to, to get be better, right? And be better every day. And so thank you guys for being here.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having and us.
0: This is also the first time I've had, you know, a double duo here on, you know, the power couple on the podcast. So this is fun for me too, to have two for one <laughs> talking about this concept. So what I would love is for you guys to just start with, how you got here, right? To this level of success, to where you're at today. You know, we talk about most people's careers and success are more like jungle gyms than they are career ladders. Um, They're kind of all over the place. And so I'm guessing you guys have similar journeys. So we'd love to just start with hearing your story.
2: Yeah, so um, we actually met working together at a church. Uh, We had a ministry background we did a lot of community work and worked with high school students uh, in our area here in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. Um, and we, uh, we both had somewhat of a fashion background, I guess. Jacqueline is from Chicago and she's very into style and fashion and was a, a social media influencer for a time. And so working with some different brands in that aspect. Um, and then my dad has been in the leather footwear industry for pretty much my whole life, a little over 30 years. And so I kind of grew up around it as well. Um, he's been more on the work in Western boot side. And so I never really connected to that space specifically, but um, I did like, you know, leather as a textile and even the, the artistry, the craftsmanship of shoemaking. And so um, we had an idea to, you know, do something creative together to work on something, um, to build a business that, you know, we thought could positively impact the industry and do things a little differently. And so 2017, we, We put the idea together, Um, we went through our branding and designs and concepted our first few styles of shoes and then we actually launched a Kickstarter campaign at the end of the summer in uh, 2017 and fundraised uh, through a pre-sale of our first run of shoes and we tripled our funding goal through that Kickstarter campaign and we used that to open up our online store and kind of hit the ground running.
0: So what, so people who are listening, who are first off jealous um, of someone who followed their passions like this, right? Because it's scary to just like completely switch and do something that feels more impactful to you, but isn't a steady paycheck anymore. And we deal, you know, a lot of our coaching clients are in that space saying, I want to do something more impactful, but it's scary. Like, what was that catalyst for you guys to just be like, hold on to hands and let's jump, right? I mean, kind of off the off the cliff of entrepreneurship because that's what it feels like sometimes. I mean, I think for us, you
1: know, when you start something new and fresh and trying to figure it out, we have to put in the work and do our research. And no matter how many times, like we hit a bump in the road or fail at something, I think having each other and building each other up, encouraging each other, Um, just to keep going, because I think along the way and in anyone's journey, you're going to have some roadblocks. But I don't think stopping there or giving up is the way to go. But rather, um, you know, you're just never, you're never going to know unless you try. And I think trying and just believing in yourself, um, being ready for challenges and being ready for failures, but welcoming like the feedback and um, any type of, Um, things that we're going to learn and just like pick up and keep going is like what we've been doing from the start. So um, I wouldn't say it has been perfect, but I think we are learning as we go. And I think because we believe in ourselves and because we believe in our brand, um, that's what gives us the motivation to always keep going and just finding like the
0: positives in every day. So I love it. And you know, for some of the listeners, they've heard me talk a little bit about this, but so I have a book that just went to the publisher, it will be out hopefully by the end of the year. But the last chapter is all about action. And it, the title of the chapter is Everything You Want Is in the Unknown. Right. It means so many of us stand there thinking we've got to have it all figured out and know all the answers when really what we want is something we haven't had before. Right. right. It's something different. So it's exactly what you're saying. I think that's very inspirational and and, and something we have to remind ourselves again on the whole journey, because yeah. uh, like, listen, the last four months of all of our lives have been like unknown central, right? We yeah. nobody knows how to navigate this. So it's, I think it's a, a great resiliency and grit that you have to have to, to be able to make it happen. So when we talk about, know, you're on the superpower success podcast. So we need to talk about what is a superpower that each of you brings to the table that you think has really helped you guys get to this point.
1: For me, I notice details and people I'm really good about intentionality and just paying attention to the individuals that are here, the environment, no matter how big or small. And um, just putting that focus on that is what I'm really good at. And I just kind of like love creating the space, creating the environment and paying attention to the little details that some people might not catch. Um, and that's really good at like kind of like the bigger sp- in the bigger picture, visionary, would you say?
2: Yeah, I would say um, definitely visionary. Um, so I'm very much so the 50,000 foot view. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, What are we trying to build in the long term? Where are we trying to go? Um, even predicting what direction, obviously something like 2020 is you know, not something you can predict. Right. <laughs> um, but even just having a general sense of where we're going as a brand and as a company, yep um and then i think you know we complement each other really well because like she said i'm very much so more the 50,000 foot view and then she's very much the ground level you know creating the atmosphere creating the team culture and um the things surrounding our brand mm-hmm. um just that intentionality that she brings and so yeah i think i would say we have pretty complementary
0: superpowers yeah. it's a it's perfect pairing you need both and you're not all you know not all of us are wired for both mm-hmm. of those, right? We have a natural tendency. And so it's great that you guys have have that for sure. So today we're talking about building a world that you want to be part of. And you know, Matt, when I got introduced to you and really understood your brand and what you guys are doing, not just from a business standpoint, right? Your product is not your purpose necessarily. Mm-hmm. And and I was so inspired just by the approach that you guys are taking. So can you explain a little bit? about what it means to you and, and how it's impacted the business you're building and that approach. You know, I see you're wearing the, the leather for the people. You guys have a much deeper purpose than, than your product. Can you talk about how you got to that and how that's really impacted your business?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so our, you know, our catchphrase leather for the people, um, it really came from almost like a Robin Hood type mentality that we had when we first got started, where we wanted to take something that's seen Um, you know, a lot of times as out of reach um, or like a luxury product that is not for the everyday person. And we wanted to kind of, you know, burst that bubble and make it more attainable. And so I think I mentioned the first time we talked, like it is a little bit of a backwards business model, but we're rather than trying to make the cheapest product we can to sell a super high volume we're trying to make the highest quality product we can and sell it at the most reasonable price reasonable price that we can so that more people can afford it so we can make something commonly seen as a luxury item more attainable for really for everybody and so that's kind of where leather for the people comes from
0: i love that concept and what, you know it is it is backwards it's backwards what i would say from traditional capitalism <laughs> right on uh, that it's it's about the profit but you're seeing a huge shift in brands, bigger brands, that are actually trying to course correct because they've, they've taken the wrong route, right? They ha- they've taken that profit route versus the route that you guys have taken. So I'm actually curious, I'm gonna go off script here for a second, like what brands inspire you guys? What brands do you look at and say, these are the ones that are doing it the way we wanna do it someday, right? Or that you look up to?
2: Yeah, I think the biggest one would probably have to be Warby Parker. Um, That was one that the timing was kind of perfect. Um, I didn't grow up having to wear glasses. I do wear them every day now, but I just started wearing glasses probably five or six years ago. Um, And so my first experience, you know, stepping into the eyewear space, I realized very quickly that, you know, glasses can be super expensive. And even even with good insurance, if you want some high quality frames, they can still be really expensive. Um, and the first pair I bought were very expensive even after the insurance and they broke like six months later. So it's really disappointing. Um, and then I learned about Warby Parker and kind of heard their story and that they had a little bit of experience in that, you know, in that area and that they knew it was a pretty reasonable cost to make a really nice pair of glasses, that there was just a ton of markup because brands have dominated that space for so long. And so they kind of took that approach, you know, to make high quality product and cut out a lot of the middlemen by selling direct to the consumer online um, which was unique to the eyewear space at that time Uh, but that also allowed them to you know sell a high quality product at a very reasonable price and it just blew up and so that's one for sure early on we kind of fell in love with their story and how they just you know they look at people first they care about people first um, and they kind of built their company based on those values and so Warby Parker is a huge one for me that has been very inspiring.
0: Talk a little bit, Jacqueline, and I know this is your space because he's at fifty thousand feet. Um, talk of the people first piece, right, and building a business because let's be honest, right, entrepreneurs that are listening, it it's more expensive, right? It's harder. It's probably a little slower, maybe, to to build that people first versus profit first, and you know, and that approach. How have you used that, or how has that really fundamentally built your business and taking that approach?
1: Um, I think for us, building the relationship with our customers um, were important, and just being pretty transparent with them and not cutting corners of any sort, um, which is what um, we did from our company, and which is why our tagline is leather for the people. We want to make it about the people we wanted to create a product that was available for everyone at a reasonable price point. And that was like, um, our vision from the start. And that's who we are as people like we wanted to create authenticity, craftsmanship, attention to detail and create a, a product that was lasting quality, not something so much trendy, but a product that will last, you know, for a lifetime. And we desire honestly, to add value to the community, and use that um, with people and create uniquely um, uh, gifted and products to be able to just kind of share that with our customers.
0: I love that. How have you guys? So, in, you know, Matt, when we first talked, we we got into this. Just given where our world's at and what's happening, is this idea of diversity and how you guys have really leveraged diversity in many ways, right? And then when I talk about diversity of thought and experience and, you know, bringing different ideas to the table as well, how have you leveraged that in your business and, and how do you think it's helped create a more solid foundation going forward as you scale and grow?
2: Yeah, I think that's something that's really just been in an overflow of who we are as people. Um, so it was kind of a natural transition into how we've built uh, our team and, you know, even people that are working remotely with our team, um, we still, we celebrate diversity. We love different cultures. We love different ideas. We love different backgrounds. And we feel like, you know, bringing a a well-blended team, you know, to the table when making decisions, when dreaming up new ideas and directions that we want to go and people that we want to reach, it just gives us a very healthy, well-rounded view um, and a very healthy perspective because we're able to hear from you know, so many different, so many different directions. Um, and we're able to think about some things that, you know, for, for lack of better words, if you have a board of people that are all the same color, then all the ideas are coming from one direction. And so uh, I feel like it does provide us a lot of value to have such a, you know, a culturally blended team um, and so many different voices in the room. It's something that we really value.
0: And I love that you guys talk about that too, because it's something that right in the work that we do, clients are trying to figure out right now. And, and what we're telling them is, first, you have to define it for you, right? What does it mean for your business? Because it's not what your competition's doing. It's really unique to your business model and your values. But with the way you're just explaining diversity is so refreshing because it's, It's about the ideas and the life experience someone has had. And yes, it's also about race and sexual orientation and and everything else that comes up. But it's because of the life experience that makes your product better, right? It makes your business better. And I think there's a lot of business leaders um, and business owners that are trying to figure that out right now. And you guys are doing such a great, just naturally, right? Do a good job of that. And I know that your customer feels that because that's the biggest thing is that you need to reflect your customer, right? You're, you're, you're trying to sell to a diverse group of people. You need, mm-hmm. to, you need to think like them and look like them and re- represent them in some way, I'm guessing is your main focus. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: And it's, it's refreshing to hear a small business, truly a kudos to you guys thinking about that um, because I think the smaller businesses are gonna be the ones that truly change it. Right? And, and build that world that we want to be part of. Um, how have you like how would you what advice would you give, right? to a business owner, a business leader that's listening that's like, I want to build a world I want to be part of? And I didn't even think that I could do it through my professional side of things, right? Many of us think we have to do that personally and where we spend our personal time and that, what tips would you give them? What guidance would you give somebody that wants to, to build a deeper purpose in their career or in their business, like where do you start or what should they be thinking about?
2: Um, I really think it starts with just being willing to think about things outside of yourself, Um, outside of just your own personal experience, even outside of just your immediate family's personal experience, Um, being willing to listen and, and truly pay attention. Um, listen with the intent of trying to understand and not trying to change um, so that you can really appreciate again what other people have to say and how they feel, how they think and what they experience um, and you know there's there are experiences out there that I, I will never be able to relate to um, just because I, I won't walk through the same things that they have but I can try to understand it um, because it it allows me to make more intelligent decisions moving forward and more considerate decisions moving forward. Um, It allows me to be more sympathetic uh, towards things that I don't personally feel. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I feel like it just kind of builds that overall, you know, well-rounded approach to, to society, to the world. Um, And it makes those things much more natural. So I would say like, I guess giving advice to, you know, a business owner or an entrepreneur. I do think it has to start with yourself, um, because if it's not, if it's not authentic personally, it's going, it's not going to feel authentic professionally. It's going to feel forced. It's going to feel like these organizations, the large organizations that we've seen so far this year, make a step in the wrong direction. And then after the public correction comes in, then they backtrack and make the opposite decision the next day when it's too late. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, that's a perfect expression of it's not coming from an authentic place, like from their leadership. That's, mm-hmm. it's a forced and uh, it's, yeah, it's just not genuine.
0: Mm-hmm. I think your customers can feel it too. Yeah. Jacqueline.
1: I, I was just going to say um, entrepreneurs and business owners just need to know it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And you just have to be open to changes, being adaptable and always willing to learn, because as we grow, as entrepreneurs grow, as business owners grow, not one way is the right way. And just being able to fully um, be able to learn and just being open to that always, um, I think that is how you're going to continually grow and learn as a person.
0: And I love that message that you don't have to do this fast. It's not a race to some solution. It's a, it's a, it's a marathon. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's making the right decisions at each mile along the way. And I think that takes some of the pressure off of business leaders that are like, "We don't know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the only way you find it is by learning something different, shifting mm-hmm. your perspective, right? Getting out of your bubble. And, 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 and there's nothing wrong with, with what you've had to this point. What's wrong right. is if you choose to stay there, even when the rest of the world is, is shifting around you. And, you know, as we talk about it is, the goal is not to change who I am to understand who you are. It's to soften the edges of my judgment for everyone. That's different, right. That I don't understand is we all have judgment and how do we soften the edges of that? Because we understand maybe we can see how, what it looks like through someone else's lens a little bit. We'll never be able to live their life and fully understand, but I think that's a great message and it actually takes pressure off a little bit that there's no perfect response to this. There's no perfect way to handle this, but there is a way to do it wrong and that's by not doing anything at all, right? right. And by staying where you're at and thinking the same beliefs and the same, same thoughts that you've thought all along the way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a super important message. Yeah. Um, what, what does the future of your business look like? right through this and and through covid i mean seriously entrepreneurs that have that have handled covid like kudos this is hopefully the hardest thing you're going to have to do in a long time but what's the future look like for you guys
2: yeah i mean i think there's i think there's two, two different answers you know i think um, on the surface level you know obviously we want to um, make it through this you know stronger probably mm-hmm. than when we came into it and you know grow continue to grow and scale and get to a point of being a household name and having some influence in the space. Um, But then I think, you know, bigger picture and kind of the deeper meaning is uh, we wanna have influence on other brands and people in our community and even beyond our community. We want to walk into this world and leave it, you know, a better place than when we found it. And so we're, we're constantly looking for ways that we can contribute more than we can consume. Uh, and so that's, I think that's short-term and long-term, and that's just something that we want to continue to develop is, you know, a larger footprint having a positive impact. Mm
0: -hmm. So the thing I get from talking to the two of you, and this is something I just kudos to you guys is you're not talking about product. And this is what so many business, you know, leaders, business owners need to, need to wrap their heads around is people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And when you're clear on the why it can be whatever product you decide to add right to the mix because people want to be part of what you're doing, right. And the influence that you're having. So you, unfortunately it's, it's, you are not the norm. I think it's getting better, but um, hopefully that helps you stand above in the brands. And, and you guys are truly putting your money where your mouth is and not just saying we want to be, you know, build a world that we want to be part of, but you're actually taking the action. And that action piece is where a lot of things fall short. People have really good intentions and then can't, you know, withstand the action part of it because it's a harder road to take that purpose-driven approach than it is the profit-driven approach. So so I just want to say kudos to you guys on that. And for everyone listening, if you have not already been intrigued and want to know more about this brand and how you, what you can buy from them because they haven't even talked about the products, um, I recommend the Leather Clutch, which is what I just bought. Um, but how can people find out more about you guys, just both? purpose-wise, you know, social media, and also the product, Um, how can they find out more? And we'll make sure and include that in the podcast notes.
2: Yes, I think um, Instagram is probably the best place to find um, both of our brands. So we have Marciante & Co. is our Instagram handle. And then also Mission Leather Co. is our second brand, and that's the Instagram handle. Um, And so we try to share, you know, both product as well as components of our story and what we're doing in the community and Mm -hmm things that we're trying to do to whether it's, you know, work from home inspiration or whatever we can to try to contribute during this time, you'll find it on our Instagram. Um, and then our websites are marcianteandco.com and missionleatherco.com.
0: Perfect. And we'll make sure and include that for anybody who's driving, running, whatever you do, while you listen to podcasts. Um, and we'll make sure we, we get some people to your page because I think, it's it's all it's about the product too and wanting to buy it, but it's also about following inspiring brands and people that are doing things that make you want to be a better person. And I think we can all use that right now. So um, thank you guys for being here and for sharing your story. Thank you. And, thank you for us. and for the listeners, you know this podcast has been around for two plus years, and hopefully each of these stories, journeys, you know, leaders that you're hearing from are inspiring you in some way, big or small. To just do a little something different today to shift your perspective and to be better because that's all we can do is take it a day at a time and be better every single day and we want this podcast to be part of that journey for you so if someone else needs to hear this if someone would be inspired by this story especially if there's an entrepreneur that's struggling right through covid and is is trying to get up and running and and wants to stay purpose-driven i think this is a great podcast to share So to our listeners, thank you as always. We're grateful for you. We're grateful for the engagement and for continuing to stay with us on this journey. Thanks everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.